0: Boogie's Garage, last one of the evening there, yep. so yep. That's can you good hang too. in there? Wow, we'll, we'll make What
1: is it? what do we got, It's follows quarter to nine, so get home, yeah, I can make her to bed on time yet, if I remember <laughs> to go to bed when I get home, so. I wonder how the races in Spencer are going. I don't know, we should, we should hopefully, have hopefully the the, race pass, but. Well, yeah, nice job for you, but we gotta use your phone for the podcast, yeah. so that's really tough, because I don't have it on mine. Well, but, come on, Tope. Well, but anyhow. Yeah. We have, this is going to
0: be a fun one. I think so, it should be. We have uh you know, we kind of got warned by Troy that uh, this could be a very interesting podcast. Yep. So, yeah, so we have Jason DeWall and we have Brooke Tatnell. We've had Brooke
1: on before. Brooke's yep.
0: fun. And Brooke was the points champion at yep. Houston's. Yep, the for 4-10. 410's after a very interesting Sunday night and, uh. Yeah, we're just going to, we'll be back and uh, see what they
1: got to tell us. See what they all have to say. Fulkins Brothers Trucking, complete livestock hauling. A load with us is a load off your mind. Since 1979, call TRIM at 800-831-8553. That's Fulkins Brothers Trucking. Um, Call TRIM at 800-831-8553. And thank you, fellas, for being part of our show. (laughs) <laughs> hey, we're here at Hoagie's Garage.
0: Uh, tonight, uh, it's going to be kind of exciting, Tobe. We yeah. have the Husits 410 Points Champion. And Jason, are you the car owner or park car owner? How does this all work with the DeWalls?
2: Oh, man, I'll take whatever label you give me. My dad's the car owner and the crew chief, and uh, I get to hang around with these guys and have fun. I help a little bit.
0: So we'll just say you're
2: almost an owner. Yeah, almost an owner. That's good. I like that. <laughs> no, he's,
3: just, he's just chief BS um, marketing director. Oh, <laughs> <you> okay. <laughs>
1: he's in charge of PR then.
3: Yeah, that's right. Did you? <laughs> well, it's initials, but I thought they were different letters, but yeah, PR will work.
0: You know, sometimes they give that chief, you know, just to make people feel good.
2: It, that, it, I, I'm a sucker for a good label, uh, you know, so I'll take it.
0: Oh, so Jason, how, how long have the DeWalls owned a sprint car?
2: Oh, how long have they existed? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I know uh, Marge started in stock cars. Um, I believe he started racing sprint cars probably as soon as, uh, they were available to be run in our area. So I would say sprint car since the early seventies racing since, uh, the the fifties, I believe.
0: You bet. Does, does the number on the car mean anything?
2: You know, way back when, um, uh, it, my grandpa Marv and, uh, my grandma Carolyn, I think, were married when they were sixteen. It was a different time, you know. So, oh, yeah, I think yeah. yeah, kind of the sweet sixteen, I think, is where the number came from.
0: Well, that's that's very interesting. When when did you get married, Brooke?
3: Way after sixteen, I was too busy worrying about race cars and trying to make a career and trying to make a get, actually get a ride. So. Uh, I thought I was going to do it on my own good looks and charm and charisma, and I realized it didn't happen, so I got married, and then I ended up getting rights.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, had, had to bring the good looks into it with the wife, right?
3: Damn right. <laughs> hey, you got to use every asset you got, and I've got none except for my wife's gorgeous, and she's got a history and uh, a, fam- a family history there and the passion for the sport. Everyone knows... Um, you uh, you you do wrong by a Tatnell or a Richard, you deal with my wife. That's why Jason's always on his best behavior. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true, it's true. She thinks I'm
1: behaved very well, but Brooke knows the, the other side of that coin. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta hope the wives don't come to the races, right?
3: <laughs> uh, I, I I need mine there. She's my harshest creek, but biggest supporter. But. She bites a lot harder than me. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: is How is your wife doing, Brooke? Is she completely healed? Uh, look, cancer-wise, she's uh, beating
3: it, kicking it to the curb, uh, doing good. But still got, a long, still got a long road ahead of us. But, no, she's doing really good. We've been very blessed to have so much support from um you know, so many people within our industry, the sport and friends and, you know, the, the DeWals have been one of those major uh, factors in, in her healing and, and making it possible for me to do what I do.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, going into this season at HUSITS, I mean, you had some ups and downs throughout the year, but obviously turned out pretty good. So, what was you guys' take on the year, let's say, at Houston?
3: I'll let Jason go first, then, because I haven't told him I want to pay rise for next
2: year, so I'll see what he's got to say first. <laughs> before I oh. Uh, oh, how do I sprinkle in our monetary constraints here? Um, <laughs> so <laughs> actually, like all joking aside, not just us, but I would say for everybody, I felt like it was a weird year where even the guys who wound up in the hunt for the point championship at the end had had some pretty crazy luck and gone through some equipment or their... I think Matt Jules' rig broke down on the way back from Knoxville one night. Um, it felt... And, and to us, too, it felt like we were very fast almost every night. Um, but we just had a couple of out-of-your-own-control type situations. I think the jacks and the tire exploding is a perfect example that just winds up costing you not just money, but time and e- energy itself just to get regrouped and get your car back out on the track. You know, it was a weird year, but a good one overall.
1: Yeah, there's been, even if you follow like some of the different traveling series, you've heard different things too. A lot of, it seems like hauler issues and tire issues on the, on the race cars as well as their trailers and haulers and stuff. You see quite a bit of that this year. It seemed like more than past years for some reason.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, I mean, sometimes that just happens. You know, I mean, Brooke said to me standing there one time last year, and I really, it really has sunk in. He said, you know, you got to stay even keel because luck does really ebb and flow. Yep. And I was sort of whining about, I will say, Brooke drawing very poorly uh, on a couple of nights <laughs> in a row. But <laughs> he was basically saying, man, you can't even let that shake it. You. You've just got to keep grinding, keep chipping away. And you know, he and my dad are experts at that. I'm learning not to get all, you know, excited about the small stuff.
3: So, uh, did you notice I gave him that information last year, but
2: it only just sunk in this year? <laughs> <laughs> does,
3: does, hey, does not everybody about the quality of our uh, team.
0: <laughs> Brooke, not everybody from the United States get things right away. It takes us a while. <laughs>
2: Oh, I found that out. I figured that part out. Trust me. Sadly, I'm the brains of the operation, fellas. It's (laughs) it's rough over here.
1: (laughs) Well, it works out good. I mean, you got a championship out of the deal.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, And that, you know, again, all joking aside, that meant, uh, meant a ton to our entire family and to my father and my uncle specifically. It's... It's, you know, I'm a marketing guy. We joke about me being the PR and BS guy. And I talk a lot on our social media pages about family. But it's not just a marketing shtick. It is real.
1: Oh, absolutely.
2: I think that's why we get along with the Tattnels and the Richards so well. And to be honest, you see the same thing with other teams out there. You know, the McCarls, the Hendersons, the Sandvigs, the you know, all those. These are multi-generational families that pour yep. their blood, sweat, and tears into this stuff.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, I've, you know, we grew up watching the Richards run with Jerry and so on, and and Rod Henderson, and I mean, that, like you said, they they've been around for a long time.
2: Absolutely, yeah. You know, and it's my my favorite thing. Getting back into the sport, I was I was a wall for shoot thirty years until I moved back home. And, you know, if it wasn't for Brooke, i do not not even sure we would have a car. But when he and my dad kind of hooked up on a one-off at the Jackson Nationals and they did so well, was that two years ago, Brooke? I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, two, yeah two, three, two, three years ago, basically. Yeah, and, and, I mean, I think that sort of woke up my dad's fire to compete a little bit. And, you know, we'll straight talk it. It was a rough couple of years for us leading up to that. And some of it was just, sometimes you get to a point where you're almost doing it out of obligation because it's all you've known, but you're not sure if you really can commit all the way. And boy, uh, since that day, my father has been reinvigorated. I think even Brooke a little personally had been reinvigorated, and we've we've gotten him after him the last two years, and uh, we don't plan to slow down.
0: That's, That's good. Brooke, what's your take on the last year or two then?
3: Oh, look, you know, I just got everything was so um, sporadic, and we didn't know what was happening from week to week. Uh, you know, my focus and priority was last year with my wife and my family, making sure that we put ourselves in a position for this year and the future going forward. And I made the comment that uh, I was going to win, Doug and Gary, that the championship.
0: It meant so much to them, and... You know, uh, hey, Gary, or uh, Brooke, you're t- cutting out a little bit. You still there, Brooke?
2: I think I just got more airtime, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, uh,
3: we're shoving you in the car. We're not looking for a replacement driver. We're just looking for someone to fill in. And... Um, yeah, that's what this year was about. and It was about winning that championship and ne- never give up attitude. I, I think there's a lot of it to be said that when you look at a, a lot of it, everyone digs deep on history. And if you look at the history of the McCalls, the DeWalls, the Tattnels, the Richards, um, there's a never give up, never say die attitude. And I think that's what kept us in and got us to the point of yeah being in a position to come out in front of that championship and there was a little bit yeah, a little bit of luck on on, on that side of it and yeah there was also a part where we could have easily ended up in the wall um, on a slide job that uh, was given to us but i knew where the brake pedal was and decided to use it and look at the big picture but no, look all in all it's been a, yeah, look, Doug is a lot like my old mentor in Australia, Alan Felsch. The man taught me everything I know about race cars and about motors. And um, I, I tell anyone that will listen, especially Australians, this is Doug DeWall is the Alan Felsch of Australia. And uh, so many similarities. And, you know, we junk a race car and Doug DeWall, like I told Doug, I, hey, mate, I only, when I first tra- s- signed up to drive, I said, mate, I usually only crash about once every three years. When I do, I'll junk it. Well, Doug asked me the other night, you sure that wasn't three crashes in one year? Or uh, He said, but at least you lived up to the part that you do junk everything when you crash. But, uh, no, look, it's a, it's, it's a great it's a great deal. I mean, let, let's face it, I had last year I had nothing going into the Nationals and Jefferies and... Um, A couple of buddies bailed me out to give me a ride for the Nationals and, you know, we put it in the show and then this year we had nothing and um, we had nothing and then Doug and Jason and all them stepped up um, to to, to, to repay that, to give me that honour and that favour of taking the 16 car to the Nationals for the first time, you know,
1: in... I think they said last time they went with ninety four. Oh, that's yeah. a that's a big break there in between then.
3: Yeah, yeah well, at least, at least I outqualified Gary this year. Uh, my time was quick enough to outqualify what he did in ninety four. So <laughs> at least I got one thing over Gary. <laughs>
1: one thing's better than none, that's for sure.
3: <laughs> Definitely. So
0: Sunday's night's race was pretty wild. What what was your take on the oh. whole night? Talking about the bull haulers brawl night. Oh.
2: It was oh. appropriately named, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's true. Never thought, nobody said that yet. Look, it
3: wasn't going so smooth for us. We, uh, uh, I, I've been a guy that'll take a safety lap in qualifying and then I'll roll the dice on the second lap, and yeah, a lot of times this year, that's that rolled the dice on the second lap has put us in uh quick time or second quick time and i did it on the final night and it backfired and we weren't very good in qualifying we were average in the heat race and uh we we were decent in the feature race but look it's uh yeah, yeah we also knew that we were running for a championship and you know i could have been blind and ignorant um i probably went into the saturday night show not even caring about the races to be honest i was too busy telling everyone that my kid won uh the maxis race i think i think i told jason 17 (laughs) times so i was just making sure he got that point um and on the the sunday night we just uh i I, it was a scenario i knew what we had to do to try and win the championship and Look, I've been, I, I've had to race for points the majority of my life uh, with World Series sprint cars in Australia. And, um, you know, I've been pretty successful at playing the points game and knowing how to get it done. And, yeah, you know, some days you just wish you'd just go, well, there's no points. We're just going to race and race it and. And that's a little bit how we run the Jerry Richard Memorial, it's typically one of the last races of the year, and you don't worry about points, you don't worry about, all right, you know, you just push the limits a little bit harder, and uh, we were in a position that when I got to second, third, I was looking at having a shot, thinking we had a shot at winning this thing, and... Then scenarios changed out. I mean, there was like five different changing periods just for us within that race, not alone the, five, like the 15 changing periods that went on throughout the race as a whole.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah, it, was a, it was an exciting race. Well, actually, all three, I said that earlier too, all three of them races were good Sunday night. And that 410 one, that should have left people on the edge of their seat by the time it got done. Well, I mean, that's one thing that usage always produces, I think. I think it
3: puts on great racing, and, uh, you know, it's like I get people complain about lap cars and whatever, uh, or slower cars. I mean, that's what makes half the racing, because everyone's as fast as each other, and when it's just a freight train, it's not a lot of fun. So, you know, sometimes you need those obstacles in the way.
1: Well, that's what makes the racing good for us fans. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I said, you get the big, big half-mile tracks, whatever, and like I said, a freight train going, there ain't much excitement in that.
3: I, well, it depends if you're. The, it depends if you're the freight train. Or not. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah.
1: If you're the engine and not the caboose, I suppose it's going good. But. Oh, yeah. So, what was the final points difference with you guys winning the championship? I never did hear.
3: Three. Enough to win.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No.
3: Enough,
2: enough to win. Enough to win. <laughs> I think it was three. Three? Yeah, I believe it was three. I, oh.
1: I knew it was close, but I never did Worrying hear. Worry about it. how
3: many points you won boy is like asking you now who who had the closest finish at the Indy Indy 500 and who ran second in the closest finish. No one <laughs> sure. remembers that, let alone who remembers how many points. So.
1: <laughs> you won. That's the main thing.
3: That, yeah. That, 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 that's, a, that's
0: the way we look at it. <laughs> yep, you So So winning the championship, what does that mean to the
2: DeWalls? Well, I mean, it was... I'll, I'll let you behind the curtain a little bit. Two years ago, when I decided I was going to get involved and try to help my dad any way I could, I wrote down one sheet of goals. The number one goal was to win another usage point championship. And I will admit that I came up with these personally without consulting my dad. So some of it is what I want to, <laughs> but it felt like, I mean, the older we all get, you realize you do not have an infinite amount of time Mm-mm. and it is not easy to maintain a race car every week. It's even harder when you do a ton of motor work, which a lot of people don't do. They get them in a crate, they drop them in, you know? And I just felt like my dad had a window of time and I needed to get him hooked up with the best driver possible who absolutely was Brooke Tattnall. It was like an angel fell from the sky as far as we're concerned. And that sounds corny, but it is true. And they get along so well. So it meant a lot in the long term. And in the interim this spring, when my grandpa Marv passed away, I just and it doesn't mean that your dreams will come true or that you'll, you'll meet all your goals. But I was determined to have no fuel left in the tank as far as doing everything we could to try to win that point championship this year. And I know my father was. And quite frankly, Brooke, maybe most of all, he drives home on Sunday nights after those races. That is not easy when you have to get up and work. And you know, I'm talking to Brooke on Sunday before hot laps, and he's like, "Yeah, I got to do demo work tomorrow at 8 a.m." You know, Whew. he's not getting home till four. So that is a commitment that we very much appreciate from him, and we try to reciprocate and share with that commitment every time we go out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and here I catch myself whining once while if I stay too long, I don't get home till midnight.
2: Maybe I better <laughs> not too.
1: say that no more. That's not in front of Brooke. He'll just laugh at me. <laughs>
3: I am but I'm just going to get old enough that I can't read the time and
1: it won't matter. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, you bet. So um, you guys got several members in the crew and stuff, too. So what guys help out in the pits, like on Sunday nights, then? So or you in want the to the know who helps too. out or
2: how many people are there? Because there's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> Mention the ones you want <laughs> to, then. That's exactly right, because
3: Jason's down there. <laughs> 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 That, that <laughs> Whether
1: he's in the uh, way or not, huh?
2: Uh, Brooks stole my punchline, darn it. Um, <laughs> y- you know, uh, well, it's true. <laughs> I don't do a thing. I'm afraid to touch the car. Yep. I don't want to. And I, I know what I'm good at, and I know what I don't know. <laughs> and I don't know a thing, really, about race cars when it comes down to it. And so the last thing I want to do is, is stick my head in there trying to do something good and mess something up. But... We've got the good cops, Austin and Brennan. They're local kids. They come to the shop. They do work during the week. They're there for most of the races. Um, they've been a great help. It is, uh, you know, and Brooke can attest to this, having worked with some some older crew chiefs, it's a lot of help for a guy who's uh, in his late 60s to have guys in their 20s around lifting stuff.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. Um,
2: you know? <laughs> so uh, they've, they've been a wonderful help. Mike Carruthers, uh, who's Eminem, uh, uh caruthers is on the side of our car he's in there he's a family friend uh his dad was a fr- was a big duck hunter with my dad and my uncle jim uh we got two red-headed clowns who are both uh, both married my cousins uh they've got brawn i wouldn't say they've got brains but they're eager you know they're, they're willing to help uh and they you know they know enough that they can pitch in and yep. the big part is can you take orders if you get told to do something, do it, then get out of the way. You yeah. know, my dad for being as calm as he is, um, he doesn't like distraction and, uh, he just wants you to do what you're told, which I rarely did as a kid. Yeah. Are you being honest there? Uh painfully honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, uh, what, uh, what about sponsors? Oh, man, uh, I should toss that to Brooke, but I mean, I'll rattle through, you know, Ryan Hample, who's a Jackson kid, he's the E3 Motorsports, his children nicknamed Brooke Blueberry Brooke, just because one of them's four years old and he loves blueberries and he loves Brooke Tatnell, which I just think is funny. <laughs> smart kid, smart kid. Smart Nathan, kid. Nathan's a rocket ship, man, he's good. Yeah, um, without Ryan's help initially, this doesn't even get off the ground. He provided a great amount of financial help and uh, just got us going. And he's still involved today. You know, I-29 RV, obvious one. Uh, they're our, our backdoor sponsor in, in Sioux Falls. They've been with us the last two and a half years. And we try really hard to move the needle for them. We push stuff out on Facebook, you know, we, and they've been a great partner. Uh, and then, honestly, Greg Parent pitched out when we went down uh, to the Knoxville Nationals helped us out. And that is because he knows us, but he really, cause he knows Brooke, you know, and he's, he does more for uh, racing and as much for the racing in our area, I think as anyone. And then we've got a litany uh, of stuff, but it's like a lot of it is our, our family and friends, my race pass, Josh Holtz, my cousin, he runs my race pass, Titan pro, That's my buddy, Phil Neal. I've known him since he was six years old, and he wore Miles Grind's racing suit when he raced Soapbox Derby, and Miles Grind was my uncle also growing up, you know? (laughs) Miles, uh, that's a
1: name I haven't heard in a while now.
2: Oh, Mileage. He's my guy, man. He was a great uncle. Yeah, the old number 38. You might remember him. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yep. I'm old enough to remember that. I'm too older than I need to be right now some days.
2: Yeah, you know, Mid-American Transport? That's my buddy, Chris Schultz. He was my college roommate. He brokers truckloads now. Uh, you know, Century Farms uh, with the whiskey. I actually got them hooked up with with our buddy Wade Onger and the methanol methanol moonshine stuff. Yep. And they've been, uh, you know, uh, kind enough to jump in. Guys at Last Deck and Jackson. I mean, I'll state I'll spare you from rattling all these off, but most of them are just friends and family that are willing to chip in a little because they know it's not easy.
0: Jeez, yep. we're we're always looking for sponsors. You're maybe the guy <laughs> we got to look up. <laughs>
2: Well, stay away from ours, damn it. <laughs> didn't, you, didn't you notice he mentioned his contact on
3: Everyone Was Related to stop so, half of these drivers of the backdoor stealers trying to steal sponsorship, which happens every day of the week? Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. We'll doors for you boys. You've been good to us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you mentioned Wade's Moonshine. We bought a bottle of that from him last summer, I think. We finally pulled the cork out this summer. That stuff's got a little bite to it if you take it right out of the bottle.
2: It's just like Houston Speedway, right? Brooke, it's not for the meek. <laughs> yep, yep. I was just about to say, they, they sound a little bit soft, aren't they?
3: <laughs> <laughs> probably, you're probably got to tell me Vegemite's too salty, too. So, <laughs> no, we're good there. Don't get, don't get Brooke going on the
2: beer selection of our, our race team, either. He's very critical of the good cops and the beer that they drink. We've got we've got a circus today, a circus clown race team. And when you look at the cooler of what beer is there,
1: you can understand why I don't drink. I'm going to have to walk down next summer and flip I wouldn't the cooler even open. Put
3: that, I wouldn't even put that stuff in the radiator of a broken-down truck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have, personally have an if-it's-cold policy. If it's cold... I drink it. Oh. I told you there's not a lot of cloths with Jason.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, like I said, I may have to walk down next summer and flip the cooler open just to see what's all in there.
3: Brave man, brave man. It's probably the same crap that was there from three years ago because no one else had drink it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that cuts down on the cost of your beer for the summer then if nobody drinks it.
3: And there within
2: lies the strategy.
0: <laughs> we were up in Minnesota. We go on a fishing trip every year in Minnesota. And uh, one of the guys brought up Schmidt beer or something like that. And the guy's yeah. like, it can't be that bad. The box is absolutely beautiful. You know, it's got the rooster on it. It's got, you know, the decals on that box are really good. So they had to buy yeah. it. Well, let's just say, it, I don't think it got drank by more than one or two guys there. It would have if I
3: was there. (laughs) You know the the slogan for it, don't you? What's that? Schmidt's beer gives you the shit. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone from Minnesota knows that, and I'm not even a (laughs) Minnesota.
1: I I have heard that before, though. I will tell you
3: that.
2: No shame in in your beer seeming a little bit like cereal. It's got to be wet, and it's got to be grainy.
1: Uh, (laughs) all right i guess so So, um so in the gist of this whole visiting today it sounds pretty much like you guys are going to be together next year or is that still dependent on brooks um contract talks
2: it sounds like brooks holding out but i I know we want him uh it's this is the way we want to do it um i I personally couldn't picture it any other way you know but uh we we're pretty low-key we don't honestly we we don't like press about getting everything going like at the end of the year and i think it's smart to give yourself a couple weeks to relax but yeah of course uh we want to do it the same darn way we're, we're in you know whatever brooke wants to do too we're gonna to try like hell to do it
0: that sounds great Oh, brooke sounds like you're cutting out the
3: last trip to use i was fortunate enough to get a uh A ride on um, Todd Quering's jet to get me from Garrett's go-kart races to Houston. So, I'm holding out
2: for uh, Jason to pony up and get me a a jet to get me to the races each week. Well,
3: you
1: get you home a lot faster that way.
3: Damn, I'd be be home before midnight. (laughs) Yeah,
1: shit. Be home before I am, probably. I
2: could probably even drink that crap beer that they have in the cooler. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody get me Todd's number. Yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> oh, um, You know, we don't want to keep you guys all night. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about that maybe we didn't bring up?
3: Well, I certainly don't want to bring up much more about Jason because we'll end up sinking the ship. But, uh, <laughs> you know, no, we just, I'm just very fortunate. I, I run for these guys. They're a great bunch of guys. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of times that, you know, like Jason will – he threw out a schedule one year and I looked at it and I looked at his dad and I said, where is your, what drugs is your son on? He (laughs) says, how are you going to keep up with this? I said, how about we just do this? Let him think he's doing all this and you and I'll figure out what we're doing. And Doug's like, perfect. But you know, look, the biggest thing is it is a tough ask for Doug. Um, you know, he's fortunate enough to have Gary come over and help her. Well, I don't know if he helps her. He just yells at Doug, but, um, you know they they get the car to the track each week, and it, and it is a lot of work. And it's like I've always said: if we, can, as long as we go on the racetrack, I don't care if we race more or less. I love I love racing. And I want to race more, but I want to go when we're going to a race with a hundred percent attitude that we're going to win. We've got the equipment to win, and everyone's going to have fun. And uh, that's one thing that. Um, you know, I've only got to look at the Jerry Richard Memorial on the weekend, and we, we had a motor a piston, and uh, Doug was devastated. He felt devastated. He let me down. But, you know, and I have the same same feelings of if, if I screw up on the race car or I make mistakes or whatever. It's, and, and that's what I love. It's the passion and dedication. And, and, and as I said, that's not something you can teach people. That's something that comes with history. And, and I think a lot of race teams could take a big, serious step back. There's plenty of race teams out there with a hell of a lot more money. But they could take a step back and look at how to do it and how to do it to dug the Doug DeWall way. And it's, they, they may improve.
0: You bet. That's that's good stuff right there.
3: Yeah, I, I, yeah. Still, I, I still don't even know how the how the guy isn't in the Houston Hall of Fame and that's gonna be my bitch and complaint <laughs> for the next however long it takes me to get in get him in there because that guy deserves to be in the Hall of Fame and um, I'm gonna do whatever it takes to get that man in there.
1: That Absolutely. Good. I said the Dual car has been around as long as I can remember. And we went to races for a long time already, so you bet.
2: Anything else, Jason? You know, uh I just think it's awesome that we get to go to Houston again every week, and I watching. uh, And actually, Brooke brought up Gary, so I would just like to say one thing I didn't expect was how much Gary would get back into it. And I think it's it has been really fun to see him. I think it's hard when you drive and you take a step away and you don't drive, and I think that was very hard for Gary. And. To see him get into it and help out every week, get his son in helping, and just see him hang around with his friends at Houston Speedway, Uh, that's a gift that Todd Quaring and Doug Johnson give us every week, and we do not take it lightly. We appreciate it, you know.
0: You bet. Well, and we appreciate all the racers. I mean, the more and more we talk on this podcast, the more it, it kind of seems like family. Um, I know Brooke and the, the Walls aren't family, but in a way, listening to you guys talk, it's almost like
1: family. So um, you, you bicker just like brothers would.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. J- Jason's a redheaded stepchild that no one wants to admit to, that, they, that he was adopted from somewhere. But um, I think I think that was Doug back when Doug was
2: drinking, and he just turned around and said, Oh, I'll help this stupid kid out, and he got stuck with it. If I didn't look so much like him, uh, there would probably be murmurs and whispers.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that, that's why your dad gives you the drink to
3: drink, because he turns around and goes, have a look at him. He doesn't look at anything like me. He's drunk, <laughs>
2: falling over. It's not my kid. <laughs> hey, did you tell these guys I fell on it? <laughs> I can't even tell no, I'm that's it, for another time. you. No, I didn't want to get to those stories. <laughs> <laughs> yep for another time, boys. Another episode. We'll, right.
3: we'll
1: definitely do it again. We'll get into more stories then. We'll find out about <laughs> falling off of something.
3: <laughs> you got to put us on before bloody golf, boy. I cried.
1: <laughs> hey, but you it,
0: do it, know... He wins, wins, wins one race and
3: you give him priority over us. Jesus, what's
1: wrong with you? <laughs> well, you got to realize we tried to do the winners last week from the features and he didn't answer the phone last week. He ignored us last week. He said he was busy working on the car, so... We had to sneak him in yet this week.
3: Yeah, yeah. Don't mind pulling favors again. I see how.
2: <laughs> hey, see, it, Brooks, the, good the... for promotion, boys. His dad was a promoter as well, uh, so he 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 understands. Brooks uh, watched a lot of professional wrestling, I would assume, in his day. Wherever that nickname came from, Gorgeous George.
3: Wrestler.
0: <laughs> Thanks a ton, guys. We so appreciate you guys coming on Hoagies Garage, um, you know. And best of luck next year. It sounds like you're kind of hooked up again, and you know we'll Depending be looking. on the
3: jet. Depending on the
0: jet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we look forward to seeing you again
1: at Houston's Thanks, boys. You guys appreciate get bored, you give us a call, or we'll look. Yep, we'll do this again sometime. This has been a blast.
2: You got a deal, fellas. I gotta go jet
1: shopping. All right. Good luck with that.
2: <laughs> bye. See, See you guys. Thanks, Brooke. See you bye.
0: We need to add one quick thing. Jason uh Dewall reached back out to us and he one person he forgot to thank that he definitely wanted to thank was Craig Bull. So um, I'm adding that on to the podcast that Jason wanted to reach back out and add Jason our uh, sorry, Craig Bowl. Uh, and a, a big thank you to him for always helping out also. Hey, we would like to thank our newest sponsor, Tobe. Yeah. Hussett's Speedway. Isn't it great to have Hussett's back? Oh, yeah, it is. What oh, a, man. What a great attribute to the area. So awesome. So our new sponsorship, um, basically what we are doing is we are going to have a show um, each
1: week after a normal regular show, right, Tope? Yep. Yep. Normal show. Try to get the three winners together. Well, not at the same time, but same night, hopefully, and, and put together a little half-hour podcast with the winners to see how they talk about their night and Yep. it'll Just from be there. a
0: five ten-minute conversation. Well, with, yeah, like uh, we've
1: ever had a five ten-minute conversation, <laughs> but we're with, not shooting for an hour show yep, or anything. With each driver and uh, just talk about Husits and how the night went and. Yeah, see how
0: it goes. So again, we want to thank husett Speedway for allowing us to do this. Yep. and who knows, maybe it'll lead to something else. Yeah, we're back.
1: Well, that was a lot of fun, bud. <laughs> Tom, I don't know if I've laughed that much during an uh, interview yet. I'm I'm waiting for him to get the jet. And then maybe see if it's, like, they'll rent it or lease it, and they'll take us somewhere sometime or you something. You know
0: what kind of jet Jason's going to get. He's just going to get a little freaking jet well, that well, he can hand it to him well, and say, yeah, there's a jet. A little Hot Wheels-type jet or something. Brooke never said anything about one that you could actually can fly uh, it, just, right? No, did, I guess. Didn't <laughs> I mean, specify. As, as much as they BS each other, that, I could see Jason coming up with that idea, right? And if
1: he does that now, then we're going to hear about it from Brooke next year. Got <laughs> him <laughs> in the pit, so. Oh, but wow, that was a lot of fun. Yep. Everything from Schmitty Schlitty beer and. Uh, yeah, great family, guys. All, yeah. They're all about family, both of them are. It was, just, it was great fun visiting with them. Absolutely.
0: And, you know, congrats to Brooke. Congrats to, to the whole DeWall family. family. Yep, absolutely. Um, On the points championship, it means a ton to them. And. Uh,
1: I think we're going to have to do this again sometime with them, too. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to try and get a hold of them just before next season starts and see how things are going, just for the fun of it. Yeah,
0: absolutely. We'll have to see. So, what a great night it was. Hope you guys enjoyed. Good night.